A hero is integrity, humanity, and compassion in action. The hero frequency is the thread of those qualities binding us all. I'm Yasmin Joy, an empathic survivor of loss, grief, and more. And every week, I'll be sharing tips and tales that brought me to my mission of identifying and amplifying the hero frequency. Let's tune in and turn it up. Hey, welcome back to this special edition New Year's Prep Series Part 4. If you're just joining in for the first time, it's perfectly fine to listen to the series in any sequence, though you may want to check out Part 1 of the series just to know what it's about and why I think it's so important that I'm devoting this entire month to talk about this topic and prepare you for the new year. These will be mini episodes, so I'm doubling up and will bring you two episodes every week. Each episode will center around a different topic, but all collectively to work towards the same goal to make this upcoming year the year of your people. This series is based on what I wrote a few years ago when I did an about-face to change my life. And I mean for the better. And remarkably so, if I do say so myself, and I do. So, without further ado, let's jump in. This is Year of Your People, Part 4, Heel to Toe, Unless You're Dancing. Children naturally move carefreely and often loudly, They only tiptoe when they're afraid of being heard, seen, scolded. As an adult, sometimes we have to take care of how we move in other people's spaces, especially initially, as we are learning each other. But once acquaintances are established, if you find yourself tiptoeing to be safe in their presence, they're not your people. And if they're not your people, you need to decide if they're worth the time taken from walking or dancing freely, just to shrink yourself from head to tippy toes to keep peace in their presence. There's not a blanket rule for this, as keeping the peace is more important than genuine connection for some. The wiser, or maybe more emotionally reserved ones, know when genuine connection cannot be made, and so settle for peace. For me, in life, I'm flexible with most things, but I must have open, genuine people in my life, especially after having given the alternative type countless chances with disappointing to disastrous results. That's me understanding myself, my needs, values, temperament, and weaknesses. If you've self-evaluated, and I talk about this in part two, but if you've done the deep dive work and self-evaluated and applied the suggestions in the previous episodes, you'll know which way to step that is good for you, at least for now. As for me, I want to be among people that allow, encourage rather, me to move boundlessly, as I would want them to feel free to dance and joyfully move around me. Now let's talk about this for a second. In your life, are there people that you feel that you have to tiptoe around? Because no matter who it is, or what the reason is, that's information. That's information about you, which could be tied to your values or past experiences and triggers, or maybe something in your intuition is nagging you. And or that's information about the other person. You may have either had experience or simply the sense that there's something not quite stable or not quite safe for whatever reason, for you to fully be yourself in a good way. And I'm saying that because if yourself is an a-hole, then yeah, you can't really fully be yourself around people. I mean, obviously you can because that's the nature of a-holes. They can and so they do, but you shouldn't. Paradox aside, let's just assume that you're not an a-hole and just a normal person. Imperfect, but not in that way. 
So you have some people in your life, whether it's in your personal or professional environments, but you just have this one particular person or group of people that you feel the need to get on your tippy toes whenever within a five cents radius. And this could show up in any kind of relationship in your life. Not just with people in some position of seniority, such as your boss or your parents, but this can even happen with your children or your neighbors, or need I say in-laws? We will do an episode on in-laws one of these days. But regardless, somewhere along the line, you've likely encountered such a person. In some cases, such as with an adolescent child or the boss or a co-worker of a job that you can't leave just yet, you may have to focus on tactics to stand your ground while keeping your sanity. But, and this may come as news to you, but aside from your own children that you have to stick with until they come of age, the truth is you don't have to stick around or keep around landmine people. Now hear me out. I know it can be very complicated and very messy to put firm boundaries or even cut out people in your life. And you may not be quite ready, whether it's for financial reasons or third-party connections, And I can't tell you what's right for you to do in your life, but I'm speaking to you specifically if you have this sense of restricting yourself or making yourself smaller, whether to keep yourself safe or because you sense that you may trigger insecurities by simply showing up as yourself. I know it sounds crazy. Why would somebody be pissed off because you're just naturally yourself? I'm glad you asked. And let me tell you what I learned the hard way which is often the way every sensitive, naive person learns things. But what I learned about this modern, everyday insanity is that people who saunter in, la la la, just happy and carefree and just genuinely kind, feel like a threat to disingenuous people. And I'm not going to get into that topic too much in this episode, but I just want to spotlight that for a second to acknowledge for you if you've experienced this kind of a thing and wondered what the hell. So now you know what, and whether or not you're ready or capable at this given time to distance yourself from the toxic, fragile, hurt people who hurt people, know that you should feel comfortable moving in your non-a-hole skin. That means no tiptoeing, no light dimming, no more. Now, I hope you've been taking notes, at least mental ones, if you're not jotting it down, For me, I have to write things down because I have too much stuff upstairs for me to try to sift and sort through it all on recall. And even though these episodes are short and the topics seem relatively simple, there is actually quite a bit of work to do to really understand each topic and develop good instincts and reflexes to effectively understand and employ each one. Or maybe that's just me, but I can tell you that I spent a lifetime of examining, re-examining, testing each item that I talk about against myself as well as with others. For this episode, there are two key takeaways. Number one, tiptoeing is just the tip of the iceberg. It can give you a good signal that there's a ton of stuff underneath for you to take a look at. And two, regardless of the reason, tiptoeing is not the way we're meant to move around in life. I mean, if you're living among predators or in a landmine, then yes, you may have the right instinct for survival by tiptoeing. But just remember that there's a better way to live, and a lot of your struggles and stress will be instantaneously eliminated by relocating to where you can move and live, walk, talk, and dance freely. I hope this episode has been helpful, and if you know someone else who could benefit from this challenge, please share this podcast with them. 
In the next mini episode of this New Year's prep series, we'll talk about the one beast that no one ever wants to talk about, the elephant in the room. See you then. Thanks for listening. Every day is an opportunity to exercise your integrity, humanity, and compassion, including for yourself. May you go with the company of good, the endurance of love, the beauty of wonder, and the dignity of kindness. Thanks for tuning into The Hero Frequency. 